I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include... The legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE. Former WCW performer, the Maestro. Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. My name is C.T. McManus, and for the next two hours, it is my job to take your mind off the craziness of the world out there and get it refocused in on some good old-fashioned rock and roll. We have a great show for you this evening. We have, uh, we'll have be joined in the second hour by our guest co-host, Mark Knight of Bang Tango. We'll also be talking to the bands Tilted and Burn Down Hollywood. Sorry, guys. Uh a lot of stuff to get to, guys. The phone lines are open. It's 914-338-1885 if you have anything you want to talk about. 
However, I will preface it by this. We are a politically free podcast. So if it's anything political, this is not the show for you. But anyway, we're going to keep, uh, we're going to kick things off a little bit. Been a great year so far with rock and roll, new rock and roll from everybody coming out with all kinds of new stuff. We're going to listen to uh, a little bit of Ryder. They came out with the new album probably about a m- month or two ago. Um, here is Hard Time.
That was Ryder with Hard Time. Guys, a uh, lot of new music coming out. Make sure that you're uh, going ahead and take care of those bands, guys. A lot of them are out of work right now. A lot of them are having a hard time making ends meet. No, uh, Not many shows to be had in the area. So, um, and unfortunately, it looks like we might be rocked with another... Uh, Another line of COVID situation coming up this this winter. So make sure uh, you guys are staying healthy, happy, safe. Make sure that you're taking care of each other. We're going to go ahead and uh, another great artist that came out with new material this year was Race the Rat. And not only did they, this was their debuting uh, album, their debuting tracks, uh, not really an album. They released it track by track, but definitely worth checking out, guys. Here is Feel the Thunder.
from our good friend Damian Monte Carlo. That is his band, Monte Carlo. We knew it was only a matter of time until Damien started making his own solo stuff, man. Really excited for it. Damien, of course, is the drummer for Mop 22. He's the drummer for Lady Diesel, and he's the drummer for Arena God. So he, he's keeping himself busy. This stuff is his new original material. Sounds great, guys. Really excited about it. Make sure you check him out. Get uh, paid for the little couple of dollars to get his CD or whatever that's coming out, the downloads and all that, guys. Also, wanted to give you guys just a quick reminder. The Rock and Roll Union Magical Christmas Drive is now currently underway. There's four bands that are helping us out. Three in the Philadelphia, New Jersey area, and one for you Baltimore peeps out there. The bands to check out for the South Jersey, Philadelphia area are Shades of Grey, As We Become Ghosts, and October Black. The, the bands to check out for the Baltimore area, for all you guys listening in from that area, check out Black Leg Miner. They're all each collecting their own stuff, and the band that collects the most materials will win an episode of the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Do with as they wish. They can host, they can play whatever they want, and it'll just be a great time. So on the line, we have somebody with us. Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Who do we have? What's happening there, CT? It's Will. Hey, Will, man. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you? Good, man. Good. Going a little stir crazy. Uh, I think we all are, but uh, keeping the rock alive, I guess. Well, that's all we can do, brother. And uh, before I get too much farther with it, how's that baby? Uh, dude, he's growing like a weed, man. He's so he's getting so big, so big. It blows my mind, and he's. I talked today, according to his doctor, he's like in the 80th percentile for height. So he's really tall. So, yeah, that's, that's the same way my Jake was, you know, it's like he's five and he's taller than any other five-year-old I know. And I'm like, well, yeah. he's not getting height from me. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That didn't come from me. <laughs> so Makes what's going on, bro? I know you have a couple of things that you're working on. Yeah, man. Um, I'm never not working on something. <laughs> I mean, that's just the that's just the law of the land. And you know, of course, COVID has put everything into a uh, a spin, and yeah. you know, it's taken its toll on the on the music world that we adore. You know, that the the same people that you and I support and that we plug on a regular basis. You know, all these guys are hurting. You know, that they they yeah. they they're living playing music most of. I mean, we have other jobs, but you know music is what's important in their lives and it's being snuffed out, you know, little by little. I mean, thankfully there's a lot of bands, especially up or a lot of bars, I should say up in your area that seem to be doing a lot, even now that it's getting colder, a lot of the outdoor shows. So I'm, I mean, I'm glad to see that that stuff's going. And then there's a couple of places like, you know, you got bar 13 over there in Wilmington that is, uh, you know, paying attention to guidelines and doing what they have to do so they can stay open and, and get the music on stage and, I can really, really appreciate that. When I, you know, I went out to that show two weeks ago. I was, I was, it was just nice being inside a venue and having a little bit of what you know seemed normal again. Right. Yeah, I mean that that was a great show. That was my first time out into a indoor show. I think since March. So yeah, that was that was much needed on my part too. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's 
all all the bands that are really try all the venues that are really trying to keep things going, man. I, I try to support them the best way possible. If you have to, dude, or they're going to be gone, and there's already enough of them that are gone. We can't we can't afford to lose anymore. We just can't. Hell yeah. So. But, uh, uh, yeah, there's. Bad, bro. there's there's just uh, there's tons of stuff going on, and and I wanted to be able to you know it was it was nice to be able to call into your show that you had some time tonight because uh, you know me I never stop working on ideas and working on, on you know angles and things to do and I wanted to let you know your listeners know that I have uh, got myself in mind and partnered up with uh, with your your boys in Rat Rod. Hell yeah. And, uh, Looks like I'm going to be uh, an active manager for the band from this point out, and I'm uh, I'm pretty psyched about that. I mean, you know, it's 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 something that I've kicked around in my head, not necessarily with Rat Rod, but you know, of taking on other bands other than '86, and you know, it just didn't seem like like I myself was just like I can't do this. I can't, you know, I got all my energy in this one, and 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 you know, doing that, and then the more you know the COVID world started to enhance everything. And the more I talked to my wonderful wife and, you know, talked to the guys in the band and, and said, Hey, look, I'm thinking about, you know, kind of branching out and, you know, number one, my wife's approval means everything to me and you know, her backing me. So that was a, a pretty good catalyst to start going. And then when I got the green light from 86, you know, they were like, dude, do your thing. We know, you know, you're still here for us. We know that, you know, you're not going anywhere. And, you know, what kind of people would, would we be if we just kept you to ourselves? So that meant a lot to me. Um, That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, looking for different bands that I wanted to, you know, align myself with, you know, Rat Rob is definitely one of those bands. And, and I, I don't know if any of the guys are listening if any of them wants to call in and, and join in on this conversation, that would be great too, because they, they, you know, there's my perspective and then there's their perspective. And, and, you know, I think it would be good for your listeners to hear what they think about it. Cause I don't, the last thing I want people to think, and, and I've gotten some calls today and this is why I say this. Um, I've gotten some, some messages today from some people, you know, that'll remain nameless, but you know, some local market artists that were, uh, give me a little bit of shit about going out of market to, you know, grab up with another band. And I, I look at those people as being part of the problem. You know, you and I, I, I agree before. with you a hundred percent. And you know, I, I got to tell you, Will, like the, the problem that I'm so tired of the words out of market. I mean, it's all rock and roll and we're right. all trying to keep this close in the community. I mean, I'm in Jersey. You guys are in Maryland. I mean, we're we're going back and forth, trying to patch up everything in between. And as long as it's beneficial to the rock world at large, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. I think it's a great thing. Uh, we do have another caller online. Uh, maybe it's one of the guys from Rat Rock. Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Who do we have? Who do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, LJ? <laughs> What's going on, CT? Bill, my brother, what's going on? What's happening, brother? I know that voice anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we we spent a little bit of time on the line. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, 
Man, I, I can yeah. tell you guys. I mean, for the listeners, that if you if you're unaware of the effect that Rat Rod has had with the Rock and Roll Union from the very beginning, they were our first uh, ever Artist of the Year in 2018. They do our theme music. I mean, we're like family. And adding a member of the family in Will is just a fantastic idea, I think, personally. Uh, anything you want to say, LJ, to that effect? Um, basically, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna like just tag along with what you just said. It, it's, it's become a family thing. Um, Will, Will knows kind of what I'm gonna go here. Uh, about a year ago, um, we kind of felt a little dissed by a few things that had happened and um we just wanted to uh kind of get out of the area a little bit like see somewhere else um so we called really good friends of ours um well really good friend of ours chris clark from uh blouse brothers babylon shape oh yeah and asked them if they had anything going on down that way just to get away and and you know do something different and um, he came back to Mark and was like, oh, you know, we don't really have anything booked, but a really good friend of ours does this big barbecue thing called the Bendicue. And so we kind of batted around for about 35 seconds, and Mark got back with a, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, Will, to his, um, you know, yeah, I guess luck, <laughs> said yes. <laughs> Um, not, not hearing us, just taking the word of, uh, Chris Clark and, um, we actually lucked out, you know, the day of the, the first Bendicue, um, Babylon at the time, uh, was also tapped to play, um, Rams Head Live opening for kicks. Right. So from us going on first, we went on second cause Babylon went on first cause they ran out there. And um, we got adopted into a new family, um, another family. And like you guys said, that's what it's about. You know, it's about a family. It's not about who's that's better it. than who or who's – everybody needs to work together. Agree, Will? I, absolutely. I mean, I, that's – you guys know me. That's the foundation for everything that I'm about. You know, I I, yeah. I am tired of the, the normal – you know, BS that goes on with promoters and venues and, you know, you got to play by their rules or you don't play. Well, that's, that's right. not cohesive and it's part of the damn problem. So, you know, we, we try to work around those people um, because if they're not going to budge, fine, that's on them. You know, if they're not going to be part of the change because change, we've all agreed change has to happen in this or it's never going to work. And if they don't want to be part of it, that's, Fine. We're going to hit the gas and blow right on by them. You know, I'll, I'll tell you, it's kind of funny. If it wasn't for the shitty condition of COVID, I mean, we, we probably would have lined this up anyway because we had the show booked for 86 Bullets and Rat Rod in Jersey, and then we had the other show where we were coming down to Baltimore to do that show. So, I mean, due to COVID, everything got canceled, but it kind of lined up the same way anyway. <laughs> Well, uh, you know, it, it, go ahead, dude. Look, it's 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 the two people who could make the other person shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's shut 
shutting up. I ain't shutting up. <laughs> well, I know that. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, it, Will. <laughs> Look, everybody knows I'm not short on hot air. I know how to speak. I can talk for hours. But the I think the important thing really? here, and I want yeah, <laughs> really. I think the important thing here, and and I want to touch base with this again. Um, you know, going forward, there is no local scene anymore. It's one That's scene, right. man. And That's right. When people start to fit, it's one scene instead of an individual local scene, then things start to happen. You know, when the egos get put aside, when the when the what about me's get put aside, and everybody is in it for the same reason, this is how things work. This is how new things grow. And, you know, I, for me, you know, Rat Rat Rob was not even a, a second thought. You know what I mean? It's like when I made the decision that okay, I I need to do some more stuff here, and you know, I got to talking with Mark and with Little John and and you know seeing where they were and what they needed and and uh, I mean this is kind of something we kicked around for a while. I mean I think Mark brought it up. Mark and, and LJ brought it up to me at this year's Bendy Q. Um, just kind of putting the feeler out there. I knew what they were doing. They were trying to be slick, but I knew what they were doing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, you know, dude, you, you got us to you, you got us to add to our resume. Thanks to you, we're a, we're a birthday party band and we're a wedding band. All right, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> right? You don't now. Don't forget that ever. <laughs> uh, never, never, dude. Dude, the the picture's still up in my room. I, I look I look at you and Wendy every morning when I get up. <laughs> Oh, I'm not sure how I take that, because <laughs> you're a little shady sometimes. So I don't know. Man. Um, well, but, you know, we all know that. But uh, I mean, yeah, dude, I think it's a great fit. I, I think, uh, well, the things that I've seen you do, and I haven't, I haven't been around around well too long. Uh, but the things that I've seen you do for 86 Bullets and the, the hard work that you put in, and I know personally that you put in a lot of hard work, that I think this is going to be a really good relationship between you guys and between you, Will, and Rat Rod. I, I'm very excited to see what happens next. Well, yeah, it's think- been a very good re- relationship for two years now since we, we actually, like like I said, he brought us into his little family, sight unseen, sound unheard, on a on a you know a question and a, a request by one of his friends who he considers really close, and um, from that first moment we felt like wow this this is actually really cool, you know this is a really cool deal you know let's try and let's try and expand on what we're doing and maybe like he says create one scene you know back like it was in in 1987 i mean i know it's never going to be 1987 but you know you could go to new york you go to baltimore you go to virginia you could play you can't do that now you know what i mean um and then like just in the little bit of talking um well i won't say a little bit of talking because (laughs) yeah um in in the the conversations that I've had personally with Will, um, he thinks exactly the way we think, you know, like, let's do this. And um, having another set of brothers um, in the Maryland area who we respect and, and, you know, have been on shows with that, um, 
we could help them up this way. They could help us down that way. And That's right. We could move any way, any way we want. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's just it's it's a good fit, and hopefully, it's a good fit for everything. You know what I mean? So and that's you know, how that's how good. One thing that I've been trying to do back when I was putting shows together was I was trying to create the best show. I didn't care where anybody was from. Apparently, I was kind of jumping the gun a little bit because it had its effect on uh, attendance and things along that line. But I think that certain people need to – certain people that come out to these shows need to start letting it go as far as regional, as far as local bands, and just looking for that best possible show. Uh, Rat Rob was part of an attempt to put together a phenomenal show, which brought in a band from New York, mm-hmm. a band in from Baltimore – and Will, I agree with you 100. percent One, I, if we can find a way to tear that wall down, it doesn't matter where any band's coming from. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100 percent with that. And you know, one of the guys that you know was giving me crap today was like, you know, I can't believe you. You know, you got all these bands here at your disposal that would love to, you know, do something with you, and you go out of market. And then my answer to him was, out of market. Band. You know, when <laughs> yeah, he said right? that, my answer was. My answer was be a better band. You know what I mean? It's That's like, right. you know, I, I've, I've had discussions with many people about this until I'm blue in the face. I don't care how good your band is. If you have a shitty attitude or you're just not vibing well with, with you know, the brain trust, it's never going to happen for you. It's just never going to happen. You're going to be part of the problem your entire time. And until people start to understand that we truly are in this together. This is one music scene. It's not going to change. And, you know, my goal has always been, you know, with, with, with helping with starting Ignite even was to, you know, build the following first. Yeah, you know, that's Build right. the crowd support before you even had a band. And, you know, we kind of successfully did that with Ignite. And what that's transferred into, it's been more successful than we even thought it was because now – that mindset that goes on in that group in particular, and I'm not saying anything against anybody else's group. Anybody that does a group for music, God love you. You know what I mean? That's 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 the that's way right. it should be. Get it out there yep. or whatever. But to create a following that is willing to basically sight unseen or or you know voice unheard say, well shit, let's go check these guys out because you know I know what kind of shows that these guys are involved in. That's so right. Hell they're yeah. not going to bring a bad band. They're not going to bring somebody that, that's it's, – it's the whole reputation precedes you type thing. You know what I mean? That's right. And, you know, if, if part of this is just creating the interest, that's a huge thing. You know what I mean? And I think we've successfully done that with Ignite, and I think that we're successfully doing that in our own little, you know, circles here and there. And, there's a lot of irons in the fire right now, CT, but one of my, my biggest things is, you know, I am uh, I'm basically going to go ahead and put myself out there and uh, I'm going to start a label. And I'm going to need fans to be part of that label. And I can't think of any other way yeah, I'd dude. rather work, you know what I mean, than having a rat rod there. And that doesn't mean that, you know, rat rod's going to say, okay, yeah, we'll sign on your label. I don't care whether they sign on my label or somebody else's label. I care that they want to be involved in what we're trying to make. That's right. That's what's important. So, you know, the label's something that's in the works, but in the process, I'm still going to do what I love to do, and that's promote original 
music and in in its all its forms. So there's there was a when it came up for this, I'm telling you, Rat Rod was was definitely my go-to. It was like, okay, these guys think like like Lil John said, they we think like each other. We have the same you know same idea on how things. We all been around long enough that we know the wrong way to do things. Yep. And because of that insight, that makes it easier for us to do the right thing. And it doesn't matter that we're going to have haters because I've seen it. I'm going to have haters here locally. I'm sure at some point somebody's going to say something to the guys in Rat Roll. What are you doing hooking up with a guy down there? You know what I mean? Just And that's, that's literally just ego talking. And yeah. that's fine. Get it out of your system because as far as I'm concerned, what we are all going to be doing as a group collectively, and when I say we, I mean myself, I mean Rat Rod, and I mean 86, because right now that's the brain trust. But what we're trying to do is going to happen. Whether people like oh, yeah. it or not, we're doing it. It's going to happen, and we're going to make a change. I'm just convicted in that belief, man. And hey, anybody I'll tell you, wants to get out of the way because I'm running you. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that you, you have some uh, great force behind you as well. I mean, you you have uh, you have the Rock and Roll Union behind you. You have Bradley Entertainment behind you. Uh, you, you got a lot of people that are willing to uh, also help you lay the groundwork. And this is something, Will, that I really believe is the beginning of something powerful. I mean, if we can – if we can re- rely on each other, which we have in the past and will continue to do so, I think there's a lot more that can still be done. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. That's why I'm not stopping. I've taken the, I've cut the brake line and put my foot on the gas. God, hell yeah. Bro. Get the- um, focus. <laughs> <laughs> you fucker. Well, I hate to cut you guys short. I got to take a quick commercial break. Guys, best of luck in everything that you're doing, man. I, I'm, I'm really, really happy to see this uh, partnership. Well, let's see where it goes, CT. Let's see where it goes. So, <laughs> much love, guys. Thank you so time. much. Appreciate you, your time and your support, brother. And uh, you just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll all be fine, man. Sounds great, brother. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your weekend, gentlemen. You, you too. too. Love you, CT. Love you too, brother. See ya. So that was Will Mass and Lil John from Rat Rod. We're gonna take a we're gonna listen to a little bit of lightning strikes, take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with Mark Knight of Bang Tango and the Unsung Heroes, and we'll be kicking off the interviews in the second part of the hour. Don't go nowhere. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. Yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for being on board with us. It is my great pleasure right now to introduce you to our special guest co-host for the evening. He is the guitarist of Bang Tango and also his solo material, Mark Knight and the Unsung Heroes. Guys, please welcome Mark Knight. Mark, you with us, brother. Yeah, I'm with you, man. How you doing? Good, man. How's uh, how's life treating you? Everything is great, man. You know, hanging in there like all of us. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you, man. And I, I, you know, one thing I I started noticing is you've been doing uh, you've been doing live streams uh, from your home. Uh, can you remind me again the name of what I I, I believe it's Pirates? Say you put a name to it. Pirates Cove Sessions, yeah. Pirates it, Cove, man. that's you, it. You you got the first the first uh, 
first word, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's been going really well. We, I started it, you know, back in March with the COVID lockdown and all that shit. So um, we've done, like, I don't know, like 13, 14 episodes now and uh, kind of picking up. So, um, yeah, it's going well. That's awesome, man. So uh, do you have one uh, scheduled upcoming? Um, I'm actually playing my first live show uh, tomorrow, um, uh, acoustic, solo acoustic in this winery out here where I live. But uh, right. the next Pirates Cove um, is going to be uh, probably two weeks from now. I do it like every three weeks. So, um, But it's kind of like I kind of call it out as I go. Uh, I usually give like a week notice. Gotcha. Now, I mean, the the one thing you mentioned playing at the winery, the one thing that I think COVID was good for is bands and artists have become a little uh, creative in different places that, that they wouldn't normally play or uh, other venues, outdoor venues, are opening their doors to musicians and letting people in. Are you finding the same thing? Like there's different avenues to have music right now. Yeah, I mean, people are trying different things with the social distancing shows and, you know, the drive-in shows where people pull their cars and the, you know, uh, drive-in theaters and bands are playing. Um, I haven't done anything like that. I, I This is my first kind of uh, adventure out into the world playing live again, so I'm a little nervous about it. But um, the tables are set 20 feet apart, and um, it's reservation only, so only like 25 people can come in. I'm doing two shows. Um, each one's 90 minutes and then I, nice. uh, they clear the room and bring in another bunch of people. So, um, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, tomorrow I'm a little nervous about it. Uh, but I, you know, I think I need to get out and play, you know, the, the COVID, the Pirates Cove things are, are really great and connecting with a lot of, um, social media audience and live feeds. And that's really kind of like at least getting me out to play my songs and my music and continue to somewhat connect with my audience, you know. Absolutely, man. I mean, it's it, yeah, the the connection between fan and performer is a connection that people don't get just being home by themselves or listening to the album. It's all in the live the live performance. And I, I can tell you as a fan, I, I'd much rather see somebody live than listen to the album at home. But uh I, I wanted to ask you a little bit. We're gonna I'm really excited to have Mark here, guys, because we're going to be talking to two up-and-coming bands, Tilted and Burn Down Hollywood. Uh, Mark's listened to them previously before the show, yeah, and uh, this way he can give some input to them. But we're going to go ahead and listen to some of your uh, – I want to listen to one of your tracks, Mark. Uh, we're going to play yeah. Hey Mama. Can you give us a little yeah. input into the making of that song? Yeah, so uh, um, my last—I've got a new record I just completed. I've been working on for two years, which is gonna—it's my best work ever. <laughs> I mean, any Bang Tango fan's gonna love it. Any anybody that likes all my past work, kind of more Americana style music, um, singer songwriter, it's it's a combination of all of it. But um, and it's called Days of a Dreamer. I just finished it, and uh, my last record I did was called Don't Kill the Cat, and I had this one kind of rock song, kind of a kind of a rock or blues based song. Um, that I really wanted to do. And it's kind of the last song we put together and um, it's called Hey Mama. And um, I invited my, my buddy, Oni Logan, who sings with Lynch Mob um, and asked him if he wanted to like co-sing it with me and kind of trade off, trade off verse, chorus, verse, chorus kind of thing. And he's like, hell yeah. So 
um, end of the day, we did that. And then we got Danny Saber to produce it, who, uh, who produced the Rolling Stones, the U2, a bunch of oh, big wow, time yeah. Bowie. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's worked with everybody. So he, he, uh, he heard the song and he goes, yeah, I'd be down to like doing a mix on it. So we ended up making it the first track on the don't kill the cat record that I put out in 2018. So yeah, that's a background on it. Nice man. So we're going to go ahead and listen to it guys. Here is Hey Mama.
Mark, I got to say, man, that has such a funk kick to it, man. I love it. That is a great track, bro. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a caller on the line. Uh, I, this is funny because I know who it is. Thanks for calling the Rock and Roll Union podcast. Tell us who we're talking to. Well, if you know who it is, why wouldn't you just introduce me? <laughs> this is the lovely day. She was a co-host on the show. At one point, this is my wife, Mark. Uh, oh, hey, this right. is Mark Knight nice from Bang Tango. And uh, what, what's the reason for the call? Because I am still a co-host when I can do it. Awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us then. I'm glad you're uh, co-hosting with us. And uh, we also have on the line the boys from Tilted. Are you guys there? Thank you so much for calling in. Hey, it's Steve from Tilted. Good evening hey, to you from the East Coast. Hey, man. Steve, thank you so much uh, for calling in. You guys are located in North Jersey. Uh, I also oh, yeah, want to we're introduce actually, you. Yeah, we're actually in Brick, New Jersey, kind of like south, the Jersey Shore. Gotcha. Gotcha. I want to yeah. introduce you to the other two members of the podcast right now. We got Mark Knight, guitarist of Bang Tango, and Mark Knight and the Unsung Bang Heroes. Tango. Nice. Hello. <laughs> What's great up, great to meet you, buddy. Great, man. What's up, buddy? Nice meeting you. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> I, I well your, track. your new record's great, man. Thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. And uh, the other person we have on the line is my my wonderful wife, the lovely Dee. She is a co-host oh, no. on, on the show. When we can get her on, uh, we have the little guy. So uh, her, her co-hosts and abilities have been hit and miss, but... Uh, so I wanted to get a little bit on Tilted, man. How long have you guys been together? You know, I started, uh, I'm actually the founder. I started the band in late 09. So we've been going on, God, uh, 10 wow. years already. Uh, we started out as the cover band, and we decided, you know, after a couple years, we wanted, you know, we wanted to get more creative, kind of, you know, write some songs that were near and dear to our hearts, to our, you know, close to our influences from the 70s and early 80s rock, you know, your Kiss, ACDC, your Sabbath, and all that stuff. And here, you know, we're, here we are 10 years later and uh, still having a great time, you know, doing it and, play, and playing out. Uh, having a great time, and that's the most important for us. You know, me and Mark were talking earlier as far as um... – as far as internet shows and live streams and that kind of thing is concerned, have you guys been playing any shows during the whole COVID situation? So we we had we had eleven shows booked. We had and nine were canceled. We did two awesome benefits uh, that were near and dear to our heart in September and October for pet adoption. Uh, one was gotcha. called um, Rock to right. yeah. One was called Rock to Adopt, and one was called Rescue Rocks, which we just did. Uh, God, not too long ago. And in September, we did the uh, one at, at, a, at a place called the Popcorn Park Zoo. It's a big event every year. It's like the ninth annual Rock to Adopt, and it was great with a whole bunch of bands. All the proceeds went to animal adoption. Uh, and, that's, and that's the two shows. Funny, we just signed on a show uh, January 9th at the Brighton Bar in Long Branch, one of our, one of our staple places. We're going to do an indoor table show. Um, which we're going to have a maximum of 40 people. It seats about 200 or so. We play gotcha. all the time. We did our record, re- we did our record release party there. We're going to do just a nice, uh, small, intimate show, seated, social distance for family, friends, and fans that want to come. That'll be January to be. We're calling it Rocket into 21. 
let's all get the hell out Very of 2020, cool. like right? That. Sounds great, <laughs> yeah. man. It's tough, it's tough to get out and play these days. I feel you, man. That that sounds like a good yep. plan. What, wait, what's the name of yep. your new record again? Uh, full you're, Speed you're, Ahead. We, uh, 2019, we did it. Um, recorded in two different places and mixed and mastered in two different places uh, in Howell, New Jersey, and in uh, Red Bank. Uh, nice. There's eight songs, eight songs, all you know, all rock. Uh, six tracks, two two bonus tracks, which are just one takes in the studio. Uh, and we liked them so much, messing around, we we decided to mix them and mess, <laughs> and put them on there. Um, you did them live, and you kept the live tracks, huh? Yeah, track seven and eight are just live in the studio. Nothing, right. no, I did nothing at all. Bang Tango did uh did uh Dancing on Coals, our second record. Uh, in West Orange, New Jersey. So w- I'm, I'm familiar with the area. And, and really <laughs> yeah, that's that. great. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, I mean, um, so as far as the live streams, have you guys done anything like that as far as the Internet the, shows? And the, one, yeah, the one thing that we did is um, we were recently – we have a good relationship with um, 95.9 The Rat. It's a big rock, uh, rock station uh, here. Oh, yeah. And we're – and we're a three-time Jersey Rock Band of the Week. The last time we did that was recent, and we did a live. Um, we did three tunes live in our studio for their jo- for their Jersey Home Showcase, and it's uh, 95.9 The Rat WRAT Jersey Rock, and it's great. Gotcha. The gentleman that handles that Tom, yeah. So we did we did a uh, live stream of three songs that went out, and it's a big audience. You know, it's you know there's thousands and thousands of people that can view that through the Rat. The rat has a big rock reputation down where I am, and uh, that's pretty much the last thing we did, uh, which was recent. You know, we might do our live stream for our show in January. It just remains to be seen. Who knows? We we hope it just stays, right? With what's going on where I am now, who knows? We might have another lockdown. But, so we shall see. Steve, I'll tell you, I've been to uh, Starland Ballroom a bunch of times, and I got to say, it feels like yep. the rat does every show from Starland Ballroom. So I, I'm very yep. familiar with the the station you're talking about. Yep. Mark, uh, you you've yep. heard their album or some of the tracks off the stuff. What, any recommendations? Anything you could suggest to these guys? I mean, it all it all sounds really cool, man. It's like trying to like uh, keep the real roots, you know, roots old school rock and roll alive, you know, and that's what's missing these days. And Hell yeah. there's few bands there's few bands out there really keeping this keeping the flame going, you know, and I appreciate hey. what you guys are doing, man. And it's, it's hey, great. If I, hey, thanks. If I'm get, if I'm getting props from a Bang Tango guy, I'm I'm, I'm feeling good today. <laughs> so thank you. Speaking yeah, man, of the Starland, uh, yes. Yeah, speaking of the Starland, we did four of our biggest shows there over the last few years. Our, we opened up for uh, Udo Dirk Schneider, his band Dirk Schneider. Nice. We opened for Docket, Skid Row, and then a Dream Come True. Dirk yeah, Schneider, and then a Dream Come True. Yeah. And then we opened for, you know, a dream come true for me. I guess we'll have it on our next show. I opened for Ace Freely there as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, being a, you know, a crazy Kiss fan, which I think we have scheduled for another show, um, you can imagine that, how, how that was for somebody like me. I guess we'll talk about that later in the month. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Well, well, yeah. So, uh, Dee, any questions? Is she there? All right, maybe not. I'm sorry. Anyway. 
Where's the triple we my wife. Where'd she go? We, yeah, we have my wife on the line. I'm asking. I, I don't think she's around anymore, but it's all good. Uh, she's got her hands full with my son. He's uh, he's 18 months old now, so it's. Oh, it, God it's, bless you. God bless you. Yeah. Your hands it's are a crazy full, situation sure. because I have four sons that are, wow. 19, 20, 21, and 22, and then we have the 18-month-old. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Wow. Busy that's guy, great. man. That, that is, uh, that's great. That's wonderful. Wonderful. That, that shows God has a sense of humor, I guess. But, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. No, sorry. My phone Oh, there muted. she is. Oh, there she is. Any, uh, <laughs> any questions or thoughts? I think, I, think I think Beowulf hit the mute button. <laughs> yes, that is the name of our son, Beowulf. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's our son's name. Legit name is Beowulf. Love it. Beowulf. Love it. Hey, so are you guys a, a real quick question? Are you what's the band lineup? A four piece or five piece? A uh, four piece. We have lead singer. I do all the guitars. Nice. Uh, our bass player Jim. And our, our our new drummer actually uh, Pat. So yes, a four piece. Yes. Cool. And you're now, the guitarist. Uh, you're the you're the founder. Bouncing off of uh, your your profile, it says that you guys are really big into the uh, the live performance. What about the? You know, that's one thing that seems to be lost nowadays, and I'm sure Mark feels that way too. Is a lot of bands kind of. They're they're stagnant on stage. There's not much of a stage show to a lot of the newer bands that are coming out. What is the big yep. uh, push for Tilted to have as far as the stage show? You know, you, you know, if you're an original band down here, it's it's it, it's it's a it's a big it's a good game. You got to be on your game. There's some there's some good Jersey bands. There's a lot of bands that come through the places we play, and and we always felt when we started, you know what, we really gotta when we rehearsed, you know, when we and we continue to rehearse, we practice at least weekly, you know, and when we, when we put a show together, we put a set. It's not just playing songs, right? It's putting a set together, the songs that go the, re- go the most, that go together, the movements, you know, some of the songs we do certain things, we try to put some wording together, and, and, and from, from song one to, you know, song 12 or 13, usually our sets are 45 minutes to an hour, uh, you know, we try to put a show together. So we try to can something pretty good, right, when we do it. Uh, uh, rehearsal. We have a certain dress code pretty much on stage, unless we're playing and it's 150 degrees out, but we don't do many outside shows. You know, there's, you know, there's some type of dress code. We want to look good. We want to, you know, we want to play the part as best we can and, uh, you know, really represent, you know, really re- represent our band. Um, that's that's awesome. kind of how we do it. So, so the practice is just not the songs, right? It's the set. And that's how that, we're going to do the set. That's a, that's a great work ethic, man. I like that. I like hearing that. That's, that's Thanks. professional, and that's going to get you guys somewhere, you know. Um, definitely, definitely uh, what we went after too back in Bang Tango days, or even my current band. You know, I mean, you gotta yep. you gotta work out all those details like that. So very cool. Now that's uh, how we try to differentiate ourselves. Yeah, I'm sorry. Now with uh, as for, one of the things that uh, we've talked about on this show before, and one of the things that has come up in conversation is. Um, the the idea of the bands that stick around and you know there there's these bands that they'll show up they'll open the show and then they're gone before the the headliner or the main act comes on or the last band of the night kind of playing to an empty room 
What is your thought as far as uh, that is concerned, as far as the need to be able to support the other bands you're on the bill with? Well, I'm on my way right now to see one of my friend's uh, bands, Rip, who we play a lot with. I'm going to support him. He's doing the show today. As a matter of fact, this is funny. We had a show booked, us two, today, at the, and then it was canceled. The promoter canceled it because he didn't want to limit the tickets because funny, funny about this, we would sell this place out, just us two. Uh, so that was canceled. So he booked the show today, and I'm going to see him today, and I'm, I'm supporting his band, and, and that's really kind of how we do it. We kind of stick together as much as we can. Listen, everybody's busy, right? They, they have things to do, there's kids, there's whatever. You know, a lot of people are busy. But trying to support uh, the bands and staying as, as long as you can really helps, you know, the local scene. Because the local scene has some really cool bands, and a lot of us don't get some of the credit, um, you know, that, that we, de- you know, deserve. So it's great when all the bands try to stick together, do shows together, promote each other's bands, uh, on whatever things you're doing, whether and any social media, uh, so it's, yeah. it's important. It's important. That's cool. Um, that's really good. That's what, creates, yeah. that's what creates music scenes. You know, uh, it, it's usually about the artists supporting other artists. And you look at any scene from uh, you know the Seattle scene, the whole grunge rock thing, to like the the LA scene where I came out of the Hollywood scene. Uh, it's about everybody supporting each other to build a scene, to build some momentum yep. to yep. support musicians. Yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. And we think if and when the, the whole pandemic thing goes by, I think it'll have a resurgence because I think people want to go yeah. out and see that. And that's and, Absolutely. Uh, and we're proud to be we a part of it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> hey, you, you know, that's one of the things that I got to say that I've noticed is this has been a big creative uh, creative time for a lot of bands who aren't normally able to sit home and write as much material or go through stuff as much as they have been that this, I agree with you. Once the, once the vaccines out or once people are able to go back to normal living that I, I think the dams will break back open. And I think rock and roll is back for a big, big hit. Amen. I, I agree. So, um, as, as far as, uh, now, is Tilted the first band that you've been in, or how long have you been in the game? It's, it's been the first band in a very long time. I had a, I had a, you know, I had a series of some bands late '90s, then stopped around 2000, and um, you know, played played again the the local scene way back in those days, uh, around yeah, the, you, know, the, you know the Jersey area and stuff, and then uh, and put this back in 2000, like I said, 2009. But yeah, it's it's been a while. So, but it's been a it, it's been so fun. It's like it's funny. It just took a life of its own. The band, right? I, I started out as doing covers, and then all of a sudden, I'm cutting some albums and, and hearing songs on on some of the radio stations is so surreal for a band like us. I mean, I I remember That's great. where you That's know, great. you know, whatever, yeah, whatever like, course you got to roll through, you know. Yeah, when I, I mean, talk I about the rat, of, I, you a... know, hearing our songs on the radio sometimes, it's like you know, it's really cool. It's like wow, I put this together, do some covers years ago and you know once you know every so often i'll hear a hear a terry tilted song on the radio <laughs> it's pretty that's neat. great hell yeah yeah it's crazy good feeling so, yeah yep now uh i i also wanted to ask mark uh as far as young bands or uh, uh newly formed bands are concerned you guys have been around for 10 years with tilted but um the the scene has changed so much i remember 
you know, I grew up a baby in the scene. I, my parents were booking agents back in the 80s and early 90s, so I kind of grew up in the scene when uh, Jersey was big with Cinderella and uh, Britney mm-hmm. Fox and those type of bands. And <laughs> we toured with I, Britney Fox. That's amazing. Man, I was I was carrying gear in and out of clubs when I was like 14 years old. But um, a- any ideas on what it'll take? I want, I want both your input as far as any idea what it'll take to get that rock and roll feel back as far as the, the old scene or as far as pushing rock and roll. Yeah, well, you well, know. I think, oh, go ahead. I don't know oh, go, asking, oh, go ahead. Me. Go ahead, Mark. Uh, uh, how do I feel about that? I think that, uh, honestly, uh, once these clubs can start booking bands again and getting like live music happening again, um, there's going to be a resurgence of it. Uh, absolutely. Um, I, you know, you know, people were calling rock and roll dead before the pandemic, you know, and that there's, there's so, so many great young bands that are in their 20s and stuff. Right. My daughters are like 19, 22, and one of them's in a band that's got a record deal. She's 19. It, it, it's it, it's kind of a indie rock, but there's there's so many like subcultures of different kind of styles of rock bands that are created, and they're not they're not like pop, or they're not on the radio, they're not like socially accepted, but there's scenes that are happening exactly like they were happening in, um, you know, the early... Uh, 90s and the the late 80s um so it's all out there and once once these clubs start opening the doors and we we can all go out and play again in these clubs you know these generations of young kids and and um you know music fans are gonna all they're gonna flock to it i mean i think it's gonna revive itself it may be not like maybe not be like the rock and roll we all grew up on or whatever we like or we came up on but there it's gonna be live aggressive hard rock music in some sense right. it's going to happen for sure i agree with you steve what what are your thoughts you know that was well said so a lot of good points the thing that i when i see young kids playing you know i'll pass a school of rock to somebody else they're actually called that right like the movie and i'll see kids and or i'll find out that you know one of my you know daughter's uh friends or is 12 or 13 and i see them playing an instrument it's great to see because there's so much distractions today for kids, right? They're on the that's iPads, right. they're doing yeah. TikToks, and that's all fun. You, you know, and there's a time and place for everything, right? But the, learning an instrument, right, it requires patience. It requires a lot of time, and you just hope that when, you know, kids today, it's just so much instant gratification, right? So you, you have to put in time to learn an instrument. It doesn't happen overnight. Some people do it better. Some people or play better or learn faster. But if you really want to do it and you have fun and start seeing kids playing instruments and these young kids and, you know, there's some younger bands that, that, that play with us. We ask them to play. That's what you see. And if you have that, you're going to be fine. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and that scene will continue and that scene will continue to grow and support them. It's funny. Those, a lot of those bands went, you know, with the, with the young, and when I say young, you know, just old enough to get into the clubs and play, yeah, they bring a lot of people. Right. Um, yeah, hell yeah. And it's all the kids come out still. Exactly. Absolutely. Like, when we were, it's, it's when we so were like, coming out of so high school, we were in bands. Same thing. So as long as we they have do. that and see that, that's great. Now, uh, Steve, as far as 
people being able to go ahead and find you guys online, uh, follow what you guys are doing? How do people go about finding Tilted? Easiest thing in the world. Our website is TiltedOnline.com. You can find absolutely everything there, including the Facebook page, which is at TiltedNJ. Everything's there. You want to get merch, you want CDs, you want to find us on all the other outlets, it's all right there for you. And the last the last question I have for you, Mark, I'm not sure if you have anything. I'll give you a chance after this, is uh, we're going to go ahead and listen to Tomorrow's Another Day. Could you give us a little input background on that song? Absolutely. So um, it's an original song. I forgot what track number it's on, but I should know maybe track six. I forgot. But anyway, <laughs> it's pretty much yeah, it's pretty much about – you have today, there could be some tough times. You get through today, hopefully you wake up and you can start again nice and fresh. Uh, so whatever issues you may have, yeah, that's the story, right? So whatever issues you may have today, you might have had something really go bad, bad day at work, whatever, you know, any issues. You got injured, whatever, right, anything. But you know what? Hopefully tomorrow you can try again. Good message. That's Thank you. great, man. Well. Thank you so much for being with us tonight, man. Uh, please post anything as far as uh, tilted up on the Rock and Roll Union page so we can keep up to date with everything. And uh, have a great rest of your weekend, bro. Guys, thanks so much. Much appreciated. Stay well and stay safe. You too, you bro. Too. Best of luck to you, my friend. Likewise. Rock and roll.
Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer, The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Union Podcast. Uh, our guest co-host, once again, is Mark Knight. And, uh, Mark, you you have a show coming up tomorrow at the local vineyard. Uh, now, do you have any, uh, as far as music concerned, are you any thing upcoming as far as albums or new new material yeah yeah i've I've spent the last two years making a new record um and it's it's all mixed and mastered and i got a video that's already in the bag it's called days of a dreamer um it's an eclectic group of songs that um are all over the map from hard rock to groove rock to americana to blues to all my different styles that i kind of throw (laughs) into the mix um uh, but it's it's uh, honestly it's the best work I feel I've ever done um, sonically recorded at my home studio and a couple other out, outside studios for drums and stuff. But um, it's uh, ready to go in 2021. I'll be releasing that um, probably late nice. winter, early spring. Yes. Nice man. And I mean, as far as the whole COVID situation, what are you doing to keep yourself occupied? I mean, we're all kind of like on hunker down mode, and it's it's starting to get old quick. Yeah, it's getting old, <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> well, I've, like I said, I, I've spent the since uh, you know Bang Tango reunited uh, my my uh, Hell yeah. old band, uh, and we did a show in January and. Um, we were supposed to go out and do a bunch of festivals and some bigger stuff, but that fell through. So um, I had plans to finish my record at, that I had started before the reunion of Bang Tango. So since March, I've just been recording uh, the whole time and uh, perfecting these songs and getting them where I wanted them and have the special guests that I wanted to play on them. I've gone back and forth with mixing and recording. And so I've, that's, that's kept me busy. But now that I'm, I'm to the gotcha. point where I'm done with that, I'm ready to play out. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this Pirates Cove live session. Um, I do on Facebook live, um, every three weeks, which is basically me and an acoustic and a couple guests once in a while. And I just play the catalog of my songs basically. And, um, that's, that's really working out actually filling the void of not playing live. Now, as far as some of these festivals concerned, are, are people, are, are people trying to attempt the organizers trying to attempt to schedule for next year yet, or is are things kind of up in the air? And no one's really scheduling anything. No, they've scheduled. They've rescheduled them three or four times over. They keep getting postponed to right. another six six months. To now we're booking them in 2021, and their um, dates set for those. And um, you know, I don't even know if those are going to happen, but it, it's it's really frustrating, you know. And it, this, this COVID thing just seems to keep spiking up and coming down and spiking up again. So I I, I feel frustrated for all musicians that play live uh, yeah. and make their living at it. It's just it's it's brutal. And uh, you know, I'm doing this winery gig. I'm doing a local winery, which is a social distancing show, and 
tables are 20 feet apart from each other, but it, uh, I'm going to go out and give it a whirl, a little nervous about it, but, you know, uh, just get out and play and see, see how that goes and at least feel like some sort of connection to an audience. Hell yeah. Now, I mean, there's, there's been talk on both sides as far as the rock community is concerned. Um, used to be the, the thing that really got me was there used to be a time where, you know, rock and roll was kind of like a middle finger at the, the authority and a middle finger at uh, just organizational government in general. But now it seems like people are siding one way or the other. And people, it's funny that people are siding one way or the other with the mask as well, wearing a mask. And to me personally, I feel like if we're, if we can take things seriously for what, six months, that maybe we can get back to rocking like normal. And I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. It's just, to me, it's crazy how, you know, I, I think if we take a little bit of time, it'll take less time. You would think, you know, I mean, we basically, we came out and everybody was like pro masks and just wear masks and just shut this thing down. But then there were other people out there protesting that and, you know, rebelling against that and causing havoc. And, you know, the results were more COVID cases popping up. Um, you know, so it, it, we all have to do this together and stay to the fucking, you know, protocol of it and wear a mask, do it for six months, shut this shit down. And then, you know, maybe we'll get lucky and, and it, it will dissipate a bit. You know, it's never going to go away. And it's a virus just like a flu or something. I don't think it will right. ever go away. But if we could keep it down, knock it down enough where people can go out safely in public and not feel like they have to, like, you know, barricade themselves with masks and all this stuff and, and feel comfortable, uh, you know, it, that, that's, where, that's where I feel it needs to, to, to go to at least um, so we can kind of get back to normal a little bit. You know, and there's, I mean, maybe I'm wrong for this, but I, I feel that there's a lot of venues across the country that are, I mean, they're attempting to do what they feel is right for the musicians, for the crowd. And I've seen, even in my own area, venues that open up and they, they don't enforce any kind of social distancing. There's a lot of people in the clubs without masks on or they're using the mask as a chin strap. And, you know, I feel in the long run that these kind of venues are they're, – they're kind of going to affect us the wrong way. I agree. I agree. Look at Sturgis, you know, all these bikers go out there. And, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, and, you know, they go out there and, like, you know, bands went out and played. And everybody just, you know, fuck that, man. We're not wearing masks. You know, whatever, whatever the rebel – you know, but look what happened. Look at the cases spike yeah. there. So it, it it's pretty much science, like they say. It's like, you know, just just I mean, it, nobody's trying to like. It's not a hoax. If it was a hoax, then you know by now we, everybody would have been onto it. So you know people are still getting sick from it, and um, you know, yeah. especially the elder. That's the ones we got to really be concerned about because you know, uh, the the youth seem to be able to bounce back from it, but still, it's like it's still spreading. Yeah, I agree. Well, guys, we have our next guest on the line. This is from Burn Down Hollywood, Andrea Mnell. Are you with us? Yes, I am. How are you guys? 
Hey, man. So I wanted to introduce you to our special guest co-host. This is Mark Knight from Bang Tango. And Thank uh, you. <laughs> how you doing, buddy? <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. So, uh, dude, a, a lot of uh, a lot of questions, a lot of good stuff from you guys that I'm seeing that's really exciting, and something that I kind of brought Mark along the line, uh, along the ride for, was you guys are up and coming in Hollywood now, and Mark kind of came up before him. He's a legend of that whole Hollywood scene. So how is everything going as far as the COVID situation, as far as trying to get out and play music and things along those lines? Well, uh, I don't know if you've seen that on our social media, but um, we were host, we've were we been hosting um, kind of like a speakeasy uh, in, uh, behind my apartment complex uh, where we've been hosting shows since June. Uh, we've had some turnout and then we all also live stream it uh on our facebook site i don't know if it's possible now because i think that facebook changed their um policies on live streaming but uh well last time we did get shut down by the police before we even got to go on stage oh man but yeah you know it is what it is uh we're probably gonna try again next month maybe at a smaller um uh, maybe have le- less people come, maybe more just like friends, and people are going to have to show uh, that they have COVID tests, that, that they're negative on the next show. Right. That's smart. Are you guys from Hollywood? Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we started here in Hollywood. I, I'm not originally from America. Okay, so you guys you guys migrated to, to Hollywood, like the whole band, or – just curious no, because so, because of the name you, you name you named yourself, um, you, you named yourself Burn Down Hollywood. I'm just interested how that came about. Yeah, um, no. So I I came here from Sweden about uh, four years ago. Um, our bass player Kostas came here from Greece a year ago. Uh, our uh, keyboard player Lisa, she's from Orange County originally from Virginia and uh we have a new drummer uh that we we're trying out right now we we think uh we've settled with uh he's also from uh Orange County but the name kind of came about uh it was actually originally um we didn't really have a band name and but we had the album title and uh, the lead track from the album and uh, uh one of them one of our old uh, band members um, before she was like, why don't you just name the band after the song? Uh, It's kind of a cool, it's a cool name, you know, it'll get some attention because it might get people raising some eyebrows, you know, so kind of just went with that. Yeah, I think it's a great name. And uh, I I see that you guys have been putting out uh, new material and you have some videos under your belt. Um, how is uh, – I hate to even ask this just because of the, the day and time in which we find ourselves, but how is, like, the Sunset Strip right now for you guys, and is any shows happening at all where you're at? No, no, not not that I'm aware of. I, I know that um, there are some bars uh, hosting shows down in Anaheim and, uh, you know, more outside of 
the city area, not so centrally. Uh, we've been offered to maybe host some shows uh, at venue venues and have like a private guest list, but uh, nothing has really uh, taken shape yet. Gotcha. Kind now, of like is... your video, like the new video you put out, uh, I thought that was great. It was a great video, and it kind of it kind of reminded me of a lot of where Hollywood's gone with kind of what the symbol some symbolic stuff that's in that video. Um, cause I came back, I came out of that scene when it was thriving beyond belief and it, it is like nothing the same. And, uh, that new video is great, man, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, you mean the burned out yeah. Hollywood video or the pirate? Yeah, Bible? yeah, yeah. That, that's the one, that's the only one I got. So yeah, I, I thought that was yeah. really well put together and, uh, great vocals, great, great guitar playing. That's you on guitar, right? Yeah, yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, really cool. I just learned really, this, really... I learned how to sing last year, so. Oh, wow. Well, you're killing it, man. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> great. And I'll, I'll tell you, man, coming from Sweden into America, I will say that lately I find myself adoring Swedish rock bands because it seems like Sweden is like the hotbed for rock and roll right now. And. It, was there a big uh, – how long have you been in the States, and was there a big culture difference for you? So I, I came here uh, – I'm celebrating four years on the 27th of uh, November. Um, and, it, yeah, it was a culture shock, but I don't think I uh, maybe noticed it as much as I have in the last year and a half maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, I was in – school for a while and uh there was just so many different cultures so you know i i you know i, I made friends um uh, you know we didn't really get into uh, uh too much except for you know talking about music talking about guitars and stuff like that and um but in the last year and a half you know uh after i uh got my uh, work visa and uh got out in the work life, it, w- it was very different from how it is in Sweden. Uh, you know, you have very different policies and laws than we have on uh, in the work culture, for sure. And uh, then, you know, the political climate, very oh, different as well. <laughs> I don't want to get Completely. too much into that, you know, considering <laughs> that we're in the middle of this right now, but uh, yeah. it's different, you know. Sure. And, I mean, it's got to be an eye-opening experience between, I mean, yeah, the, the political climate and the civil rights climate that we're finding ourselves in. And, you know, one of the things that I always asked was what happened to, you know, the protests on. Now would be a great time. I, I believe now is a great time for rock and roll. Rock and roll always seemed to thrive in the middle of problems. And Yeah, definitely. I mean, as far as burn down Hollywood, what what are your plans? I mean, what what do you guys got going on? Are you uh, putting out new material, or are you looking to? Uh, what have you guys been doing on your time off? Uh, so I mean, in between the shows, uh, I've been prepping a lot for our second release, which is gonna be a full length album. Uh, we have like twenty songs to go through. Uh, I'm in the middle of recording vocals, um, and uh, then you know it's just uh, coming out with material to release uh, up until the album comes out. Because 
you, you want to keep people's interest up and, uh, you know, people tend to, uh, nowadays people have such a short, uh, attention span. So, uh, you know, there's a new thing every day. And if, uh, if you don't come up with something at least like once every two or three months, I feel like, you know, people forget about you a little bit and uh, it's hard, you know, when, you don't have the possibility to go out and tour or uh, go out and play around at least California in our case. We were planning on having uh, putting together a uh, European tour uh, for next uh, next spring, but I, I think that's going to be hard right now with the pandemic because yeah. even though me and Costas, the bass player, can go over to Europe freely, uh, you'll still have to quarantine, you know, um, Absolutely. Maybe not in Sweden. Sweden is actually they're not uh, forcing any quarantining uh, for people that fly back. But I don't know how it is in other countries. I think that some of them enforce like a fourteen day uh, quarantine. Right. Now, uh, as far as go ahead, Mark. Sorry. It's tough being a young band. I mean, I'm just listening to what you're saying, and I kind of feel you. You guys are just. You're coming up and trying to get some sort of like traction in, in this time, and um, especially doing a unique kind of. I'm not going to say it's like a throwback, but it's it's definitely an era of a different type of sound that's like current these days. Um, so I mean, you know, I uh, hats off to you for for going for it, and um, you know, it'd be great for you guys to get out with like the Scorpions or some 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 band like that, you know, um, and really get exposed to that kind of audience. But, uh, I can only imagine the frustration of just trying to get this thing going for you guys and keeping it current, uh, in people's, <laughs> people's eyes, like you said. Uh, so rock on, man. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, you know, I mean, I feel like, I don't know if there's a lot of other bands that have been, you know, there, there's probably bands that are hosting back, backyard shows and stuff like that but i don't think that everyone is has the opportunity to do so so i feel like in order to stay we've been able to stay maybe a little more relevant by being able to have that possibility but i mean uh, i'm not going to deny that maybe it would have been cool to do like some professional live streams as well um but in for us right now, uh, I don't think I personally could manage to say sane, as sane as a musician can be without doing some shows. And th- it's been kind of like a release, you know, to be able to play in front of at least a, a smaller crowd for 45 minutes per month. Now, uh, Andres, if I can ask you, um, who... Inspiration-wise, who do you, who do you guys pull from, and is there anyone currently that you guys are newer bands that you guys are listening to? Mm, I mean, personally, uh, Burn on Hollywood was supposed to be kind of like not only like a throwback to the early '90s, um, but also kind of taking influence from more modern bands like uh, Alter Bridge. Uh, gotcha. I also, you know, I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan, but I also like Miles uh, singing a lot. So uh, it's been a lot of influence taking from uh, Slash and Miles pr- project together. Uh, yeah. You know, then you have bands like um, Blackstone Sherry and other 
heavier rock bands that are more maybe not modern but they're you know they're newer you know hey and you know there is a feel and i'm glad we have mark on the show with us i think there's a feel to going back to that kind of sound that mark you guys came from and it you know, they always said that music is circular, you know, it goes around and comes around and comes back and things that were out of uh, fashion are now back in fashion. And I think you guys are on the threshold of something that is really getting ready to break. Well, one can only hope, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, I listened to you guys a couple of times, listened to the latest uh, EP you put out and, um, at first, I was just like, oh, man, this sounds like, you know, I, I kind of like boxed you into a sound, uh, kind of a throwback sound. It reminded me of, like, Skid Row meets the Scorpions. That that would be a way, because mm-hmm. there's some really melodic stuff on there. There's some great harmonies, great vocals, and some really cool riffs, and you got some really great guitar tones and some great playing, and the band just sounded great. And the more I listened to it, I'm like, hey, this is really good stuff. You know, I listened to it again last night, the whole EP. Um and you put that instrumental on there, which was was like a, a different player. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's just great stuff. And it's like so hard to get music out these days. I, I feel like I feel like the frustration of like, geez, man, like, you know, we're, we're creating this great stuff. And, you know, we're playing backyard parties in Hollywood trying to get, get an audience, you know, and using your social medias. But um, I think you're, you're you're on the right path, you know. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I got mean, it. the next uh, I'm really looking forward to putting out the next one because uh, it's it's gonna be a little a little bit different. Um, probably a bit more upbeat. Um, some of the songs are actually um, a couple of years older, but I feel like the the material is really strong, and uh, I think that people will really enjoy it. Uh, it's kind of like you know a like a modern arena rock sound kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how I hear it. Exactly. Now you guys just need to get in the arena. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, well, now, uh, can do it. Why can't we? That's right. Now, Andreas, if you could um, just give us how how people can find Burn Down Hollywood and social media pages and those kind of things, so people can find you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go on Instagram, you can look us up at Burn Down Hollywood Band. Uh, same on Facebook, or you can go to our website, burndownhollywoodband.com. You'll find our music and our music videos. Awesome. And, and the last Spotify, qu- that's how I found you. Hell yeah, dude. That's huh? how I found them, too. <laughs> Don't forget that. And, and uh, the last question I have for you was, and I absolutely love the video for this, um, Pirate Brother, could you give us a little bit input into the making of the song and uh, the inspiration behind it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of we're getting into a little bit of like controversial uh, subjects here. Uh, I'm sure that maybe if you guys have been reading online lately, you've uh, been seeing Johnny Depp's name show up a lot. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, uh, I know the story. I've I've followed the case very close uh and i i've watched a lot of videos of like therapists and people that really dwell into like the all of the legal documents the witness statements and everything and um 
Well, if you ask me, uh, I believe that out of the two of them, he's the less guilty one, personally. And uh, so that song was kind of like a tribute to Johnny Depp. Uh, if you watch the music video, uh, the apartments, uh, the apartment building in downtown where he and Amber Heard lived are actually in it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've been kind of paying attention to it myself. I saw that you guys listed Hollywood Vampires as a influence to you guys. I'm, I love Alice Cooper, love Hollywood Vampires, and I, I got to say I side with your kind of uh, sentiment on the whole ordeal. Yeah, I mean, if if there's anyone that doubts that, they can check out a guy called that Brian fella. He uh, he goes quite in depth with all, with all of that on YouTube, and I mean, he tries he makes pretty unbiased things. He tries to go on logic more than feeling, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, brother, thank you so much for being with us, and uh, we're we're gonna go ahead and listen to Pirate Brother. And uh, Mark will come back to close the show out. But uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much. Rock on, guys. Thank you. You too. Good luck. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you.
So that was Burn Down Hollywood with Pirate Brother. Guys, I want to say a big thank you to Burn Down Hollywood. I want to say a big thank you to the band Tilted. And I want to say a big thank you to you, Mark. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. You got it. Glad to glad to chime in today and have some fun with you guys. Man, it was a blast, man. And, uh, guys, I'm going to ask you to uh, join us next week. We'll have Anthony Esposito from Lynch Mob and Red Dragon Cartel on the show. And uh, we'll kick, keep kicking up the rock and roll next week. We'll have a lot of great guests. And, uh, Mark, once again, thank you so much, brother. Have a great rest of your weekend. You too. Thanks for having me. We'll talk soon. Hell yeah, bro. Thank you. All right. Peace out. So here is, you know, uh, with all the craziness that's going on in the world right now, with everything that's happening, and, uh, you know, rock and roll seems to be our refuge. Going back to the guys that were on earlier this evening. Until next time. Don't forget, remember rock and roll. Have a great week, guys.